My black hat, uh, and you know that I'm black. Uh, got candle with the wax, flowers in the hat with my hat on. Uh, uh, uh. I hit it from the side, then I make a fall up Pussy too wet for me to fuck you on my sofa Mess it up
y'all like that fucking bullshit? Oh my god. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Bunsy's Corner. Dum da da dum da da dum 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 Anyways. <laughs> Welcome, everyone. We're back. Bunsy's Corner, episode 20. Um, thank you, as always, to everyone who listens, everyone who tunes in, everyone who makes me part of their day. Everyone who's just here to listen to a nigga ramble, man, I appreciate y'all, man. Um, man, what's been going on? It's been, uh, it's been a good week. Hope y'all have been enjoying this weather change, because it's been fucking cold, but you know what? I fucking like it, because just not even two weeks ago, niggas was on, uh, niggas was on heat mornings, so I'm glad, (laughs) I'm glad that the weather's kind of taking a dip. Um, but what's good with y'all, man? I missed y'all. I'm a day late. I'm sorry. Fuck. I know. I was supposed to have this podcast out on uh yesterday wait what's today today's thursday i was supposed to have this shit out um yesterday and i i wasn't able i wasn't able to record on on sunday or monday um i had some plans i was kind of busy tied up in some stuff so i wasn't able to do it um on either of those days so i'm just doing it now and i'm gonna try to have it edited out and put out for you guys today oh man um Oh my god, yo, did you guys see the, uh, did you guys see the, the new Bunsies Corner logo? One of my homies, man, um, from work, he actually made that for me. Uh, I don't think he's even listened to the show, to be honest with you, so I don't think he's a fan of the show, I think he's just a fan of me, uh, which I'll take it. (laughs) You know, I'll take it, man, if you're a fan of Bunsie, then, you know, I'm, I'm a fan of you, so I appreciate my homie, man, shout out to Ghost Brims. Uh, he definitely put his foot in those images, man. He really captured what I want the essence of this show to be, um, what the show personifies, what the show is all about. Uh, you know, just the corner. If if you know any corner store, you know that that's a place where people go to talk shit. <laughs> you know, that's where people go to hang out. That's where people go to chill. That's where people go to just have a good time, catch a vibe, have a few drinks, maybe smoke a little. Whatever it is, it's a corner store. You get good shit at a corner store, whether it's knowledge, whether it's food, and, you know, you're going to get both of that here at Bunsy's Corner, man. So I appreciate everyone who, uh, once again, who listens, everyone who kind of just fucking fucks with me just for fucking with me, man. I appreciate all of you, man. Thank you so much. Oh, man. Where do we start? It's been a great week, to be honest with you. Um, I reconnected with an old friend that I have not seen in, holy shit, it's been more than like eight years, roughly. So it was nice seeing her. I haven't seen her in a very long time. That was good. Uh, in terms of work, I have not had... You know, I, I just want to <laughs> real quick do a moment of silence for not having any anti-maskers or anti-vaxxers. Let's have a moment of silence, please. Anyways. <laughs> it was, it's been pretty good. I didn't really have anyone who was on, on no bullshit this week, which was pretty nice. So... It's been a slow, this has been a slow, steady week. Um, haven't really, uh, I didn't really do too much, just work as per usual. Um, uh, I didn't work it, I haven't, my other job has kind of come to a conclusion somewhat, but I think it's still going to be, uh, it's not going to be as steady. It's going to be um, a little bit, a little bit more sporadic in the, in the coming, in the coming weeks, which is fine. Um, you know, I worked my ass off the last couple months, which is, you know, it's fine. Um... So with that job kind of coming to an end, uh, there will there will be other work uh, in the future, but just as of right now, just not as crazy. But that's fine because I really just want to focus on the podcast, anyways. Um, 
Yeah, man. Oh, yeah, real quick. Not even real quick, but I just want to talk about uh, Certified Lover Boy again. Uh, just a quick update. Still haven't listened to Donda. <laughs> I don't know why I haven't, but I'm going to. Okay? I'm, I'm going to. Just give me a minute. Um, it's like my first day off. My It's like my first real stretch of days off in a little bit. So uh, we're definitely going to be getting into some music. I probably should have listened to the music before recording, but fuck you. It's my podcast. So anyways, um, just to quickly touch back on uh, Certified Lover Boy. Uh, I, I feel like I completely glossed over um, that song, You Only Live Twice. I think I talked about it a little bit. Um, a couple episodes ago, a couple episodes ago when the album had just released and everything, and I was like, hey, you know, it's a good album, blah, 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 but that You Only Live Twice song, first of all, you know, Ross, at this point in his career, I can look back confidently, um, and I think I've said this before, Rick Ross has never dropped a bad verse to me, so that's, that's like... He'll always have good verses. It doesn't matter what song, what the beat is, what his lyric like. Cocaine, luxury rap, Rick Ross, you got it, big dog. You you know exactly what you're doing. You just keep giving me more of that. But Lil Wayne, um, holy fucking shit, man! This guy had a fucking phenomenal, phenomenal verse. And I wish times like this, I had an interface so I could play it right now. But it's fine. You guys just go listen to it, man. Lil Wayne on "You Only Live Twice." That shit is. He, from the from bar one, from bar one, the man was going off uh, in a spectacular way. So I got to give flowers where flowers is due. Um, this boy really put his foot in, uh, in that verse, man. So really, 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 really good for him. Which is weird because I guess like, you know, with getting older... Because, you know, every, everyone, everyone who's my age, I'm 30, everyone who's my age, or at least in the surrounding ages... When listening to Lil Wayne or reminiscing about Lil Wayne, you think of the years 2004 to, what, 2010, 2011? And Lil Wayne was on fire. That's when he was damn near untouchable. So it was almost like, you know, anything that he's done in years coming wasn't as good. Like, Carter Five was cool. It wasn't like, it's not the best Carter. It was cool. Um, and even like, I th- what's that joint, uh, that, that joint that he has, that record he has, I forget what the record of it, I think it's called The Funeral or something like that, nonetheless, even with his mixtapes, they haven't been as good as the mixtapes that he's dropped in the earlier 2000s, so it's kind of like, I don't want to ever say that Wayne has, no, okay, yeah, no, we're, no, we're gonna be honest, Wayne has fallen off, Wayne isn't as, um, I'd say relevant in 2021, if you are able to get a Wayne verse, in 2021 that's good it's 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 a monumental thing for that artist but i think oh you know what fuck that yeah yeah then i take it back then wayne is still relevant because whenever wayne is on a track i'm at least to me like whenever he's on a song i'm going right away to listen to it so it doesn't even matter um about his prior work or what he did and i I never really take that into account anymore i'm still just looking to hear what he has to say even in 2021 even though he's a pretty avid trump supporter and we'll we'll get into that because i (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we'll get into separating artists from their music and if that's something that can still be done in 2021. We might get into it on this episode, we might not, but we'll see. Nonetheless, uh, Lil Wayne has always been uh, uh, an artist that I always go to and check for in terms of, you know, they drop a new verse, they drop a new song, they drop a new project. I want to hear what Lil Wayne has to say. Um, and that that that's, 
I would say accredited to his 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 longevity in the game. So I just want to just put that out there and just say, yo, fuck, he really spazzed on that. You only live twice, joint. Um, yeah, just a touch, I guess, a little bit on, you know, I had mentioned, you know, just getting older and just coming from a time that I came from and just being older. It's just like, yo, I I've been seeing um a lot. And I don't know if I've been share. I don't know if I share the same sentiment because I still. I guess I'm still kind of just undecided on it. Yeah. Okay. We'll go undecided. So <laughs> I don't know. Once again, you guys know I'm on the. You guys know I'm on the dating apps. That's that'll never. That'll never change at this point. But I've just been seeing the reoccurring um, theme on on these on these apps, and it's like there are a lot of like people who don't want kids. There are a lot of women who just like I. Mm -mm. even in my like even in my uh my circle of friends like they're a lot of the women like i don't want kids <laughs> they're like i'm i'm cool on it and i was like huh it's very interesting because i always thought like okay so when i was in earlier in my 20s i always said like oh i want kids i want to get married i have a wife uh, all that dumb shit right so <laughs> you know as i'm getting older it, it you know obviously it hasn't happened but i think I, I, i've been thinking or at least when I was of that age, I would think, man, what would, what, you know, when I, early in my 20s, I would think, why would someone not want to have kids? Like, what about the idea of kids um, didn't appeal to someone, right? I gotta be honest, guys, now that I'm 30, I kind of get it. <laughs> like, I kind of, I kind of under, I kind of get um, why people don't want kids. It's a huge fucking responsibility. Um, it is. It is. It takes a special type of person to uh, be able to be a parent, like to be a mother or father. Oh, actually, now that we're in 2021, I don't think those are uh, correct gender terms. I heard that they're trying to abolish those terms now. Um, you know, TikTok's an interesting place. <laughs> and I sometimes I'll, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll just I'll be on the feed of TikTok. I don't post anything or even share anything for the most part, but I'll I'll definitely go down a wormhole, a wormhole of things. And I'll, I came across this one and they're trying to get rid of uh, mommy and daddy because they're too. Uh, uh, I forget the word they said. I think they said gender conformative. If that's, uh, I'm, I'm a dumb nigga, so I don't really know. I don't know what that word means. But um, they're, like, trying to get rid of that mom and dad and daddy, mommy, and they're trying to replace it with other uh, non-conforming, I would assume is the word, non-conforming terms. Uh... <laughs> okay. <laughs> but back to what I was saying, um, it's a tremendous responsibility to want to be fucking a parent, man, and... I, I, like, I, I think I still want kids, you know? Because everyone around me is kind of popping kids out. Uh, and, and and as far as marriage, like, I, I don't know. That's a, that's a, that's an even bigger, not, not, not bigger, but it's definitely, uh, what would you call it? it I, I find both having kids and getting married are both just tremendous responsibilities. You know what I mean? Like, it's, you're either ready for it or you're not. <laughs> you know, and at this point, I'm fucking not, man. I'm not gonna sit here and bullshit. I'm not ready for uh, marriage, much much less kids. Um, do I still want kids? I, I I think I do. I I think in the grand scheme of um, this thing called life, I want to be able to pass whatever bullshit knowledge I've <laughs> I've learned over the years, and I want to download it onto this child and be like, now go be me, go be me part two, but less assholeish. You know, I want to. <laughs> I want to be able to 
uh, raise some, but it, it is a tremendous responsibility. I, I can admit to that. I, I just don't know if, I just don't know if I'm ready to do it. Um, but we'll see. <laughs> we'll see, man. I'm only fucking 30, man. Shit, shit's still popping out here. Um, but it would be nice. It would be nice. I don't know. I, I'm very like, I don't, I don't know if on the fence is the word. I, I don't even know if back and forth with it is something. I'm just, I'm very indecisive at this moment where I, you guys know, I, you know, I don't even really want to date right now. Like it's, it's a headache. The dating process is, is, is a headache. I have to, it's, I, I find that like for, I know you're probably going to disagree, but that's fine. Um, women have an easier time dating. I'm going to leave the pause in there because I want you to process it before you re respond. So, I, no, I think that like, you know, for, for, for women, okay, so let me rephrase that. It's definitely easier for women on dating apps. You know, it's, it's easier, um, especially with apps that are more uh, geared towards women, you know, kind of making the first move. I've talked about this before, Bumble being one of them. Uh, Bumble, you know, gives the women the women the control to, uh, you know, make make the first move, make the first uh, and make the first move in terms of interaction and talking, all that other good stuff. So it's definitely easier in terms of uh, social social dating apps. Um, you also have, you know, the ratio to men, men to women on these apps. I think it's like three to one, uh, which is like for every one woman, there's like three men. So. Women by far have much more to pick from. For example, I can put my radius, um, let's say 15, 20 kilometers, right? That'll run out in, uh, like, uh, that'll, in terms of uh, selection, that'll, in terms of swipes that I can have, I won't have, like, the amount of swipes like I can have, it'll, it'll run out. Like, I won't be able to swipe for a long period of time, um... So I eventually have to like, oh, I got to scroll up to like 60 kilometers. I'm like, I don't want to fucking, <laughs> I don't want to drive 60 kilometers to come see you hoes. Anyways, so, <laughs> but for, I know for women, like it's, it's, you know, they, they, uh, obviously they're going to detest this and not like it. But I don't give a shit. So, <laughs> you know, the, uh, with, with, with women, it's, you, they have a, a plethora of men who are in within like a five kilometer radius because you know, niggas is just, niggas, niggas is hornier, you know what I mean? So there are more niggas on these apps than there are women. I think it's easier for women uh, to to be on these social dating apps. Uh, I don't know what the fuck your problem is in terms of putting personality on there, but hey, you'll figure that shit out. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know how I started talking about this. Would you believe it? I don't even know how I started talking about this. I saw this. I saw this. Flow my bitch. Plum my bitch, pull up, pull up, pull up, flip, pull up, pull up, pull up, flip, pop all the tags when I leave out the mall. Big baller brand, can't believe how I ball. Turn my phone off, ain't receiving no calls. Big body caddy, swerving, swinging white walls. I've been on the eight, on the east for too long. Got the perfect sound, so I had to set the tone. I can't do no wrong, nah, I can't do no wrong Burning all this cash, 
cash, I can't spend it when I'm gone. So it's ain't so rich, ain't so rich. Flow my bitch, flow my bitch. Pull up, pull up, pull up, flex. Pull up, pull up, pull up, flex. Fuck contracts, I got racks. Fuck that shit. I got sins that I got to repent. I got bitches that I got to reset. Hey, Ice the cast, yo, watch for the one time. These memories that last for a life. Pull up in the helicopter, coming out the sky. Everywhere I go, gotta catch a bitch. I, cause it's ain't so rich, ain't so rich. Blow my bitch, blow my bitch. Pull up, pull up, pull up, flip. Pull up, pull up, pull up, flip. Wanting kids is just like a, 
it's a constant it's a constant battle for me as to whether or not um it's something I still want to do. I'll say that. Uh being 30, it the dream is looking bleaker. <laughs> Shout out Memphis Bleak. Like it's looking bleaker. Like it's not it's not at the um the forefront of my brain anymore as much as it used to be. And I think that's I think that was a mistake that I made a lot in my 20s where I was constantly searching for love. I was constantly searching for the girl of my dreams. I was constantly on the hunt for this fulfillment of being a family man when it was like, I should not have done that. I really shouldn't have. I should have focused more on myself, my mental health. Let's let's start there. Um, and really just figured out what it is I wanted to do with my life. You know what I mean? Like really put some thought and some effort and some uh, intention into, oh, Bunzi, this is this is what you're going to do. This is what you're supposed to do. This is what you want to do, you know, as opposed to chasing girls and essentially chasing heartbreak. So <laughs> it was, yeah, my 20s were just fucking dog shit when it came to dating for the most part, man. It, it, it was just constant heartbreak and untrust and just not, just, just, and it leads me to the point now where it's like, I don't want to deal with that. The act of dating. I'd rather not. I'd rather not because it, in the last, I'd say, two years, it's been, you know, the Kanye shrug? That's, that's just how, it, like, it's just, eh. You know, I find that I'm wasting more time than anything else. And I don't want to waste my time anymore. So I'm just preserving my time. I'm just staying to myself. It's easier. If I stay to myself, I don't have to deal with the bullshit that's out there. But anyways, we're going to move on from this. Because I feel like I've given this way too much fucking um, attention. Oh, um, I did want to talk about this. I saw a video um, on Instagram. I don't want to mention the young lady's name, mostly because I forgot it. Um, but I just wanted to talk about the contents of the video. Uh, if you know, you know that I live in, live in Brampton. For the most part, it's been considered a safe yet interesting area of the GTA. Excuse me. But that doesn't mean that things aren't, uh, does, it doesn't mean that the area, that the area, excuse me, is exempt from any, uh, bullshit, any fuckery. You know what I mean? So recently there was a, a video, um, a video surfacing around on Instagram or just on social media in general of this woman. She was on a, if I'm not mistaken, she was on a, a run, a morning run, 11 o'clock, bright, bright day. Um, and she was attacked. She was attacked. Uh, she was able to, by the grace of God, she was able to fight off the attacker, get her phone out and record, record this piece of shit, um, to, you know, let everyone know that this is what's going on in the community, which is, you know, God bless that woman for having the the strength um, and the wherewithal to pull the phone out and record. And to be honest, this is probably one of the only few times and the few instances where I 100% I, I agree with pulling out your phone and recording an incident. A lot of the times you see shit that's recorded on the internet and you're like, why did you record this, right? But this was one of those times that it was super important. Um, and I'm, I'm so happy that she was able to uh, walk away from this unscathed physically uh, 
but the mental and emotional damage is done and that's that's the the, the unfortunate part here that she even had to go through this i don't understand i i'll never ever and i don't know maybe it's because i i, I was raised by a single mom and i have two older sisters but i'll never fucking understand the need to uh what's the word be a fucking creep as, as that's as simple as i can put it. i i've never i've never understood the stance that niggas take where it's like oh there's a woman and she's alone i need to go and intrude on her um i need to go and intrude on her safety and her privacy and i need to i need to in, in, in interject myself into her world i need to bother her i need to fuck with her to make her feel uncomfortable that's I never understood that. I've never understood that. I've always tried to wrap my head around these niggas' mindset and try to like understand it. And be like, why the fuck are these niggas so sick? Why the fuck would you ever feel the need to follow someone? Now, I don't even really want to talk too much about the fact that this was in broad daylight. This was 11, 11 o'clock on a fucking Tuesday afternoon. It was already bad enough that women couldn't walk alone at night. It was bad enough that women can't go to can't go alone to the bathroom in bars. It's bad enough that women can't be alone in public spaces. Now it's like what? Women can't go for jogs in the morning anymore cuz you niggas is fucking sick. And let me I, and if it needs to be said, I'll say it now. Cuz I I'm I'm with the shits this morning. If you are one of those people who feel the need to um, stalk, intrude, um, violate someone's privacy, shut this podcast off and go jump off the, uh, go jump off the nearest bridge. Plain and simple. And let's 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 keep it a bean. Let's keep it a bean. Men are the predominant. We are perceived as aggressive and creepy. And for probably good reason, because look at the shit we be doing out here. You know what I mean? Like, it's shit's shit. It, the way that we're perceived by the world in terms of being creepy or not feeling uh, comfortable, that's that's our doing. That's nobody else's doing. Obviously, there are cases where women have lied and said that, oh, this guy did this. and But, but that's not that's not an exception to the rule. Like, that it, it the vast majority of situations that happen with women and men... <laughs> And men crossing a line, it, it, it's us doing. That's our doing. We're the ones who fuck up. We're the ones who have created this perception um, of, of ourselves. So I say that to say, niggas, we got we to gotta do better than what's... We there, like, there has to come a time, and I hear this from all my women friends. Right? I hear it all the time. This guy did this, and it made me feel like this. And but We as men, we have to do better. We just have to. There's no other way around it because we're we are supposed to be we're considered leaders, right? How do we lead when we're so fucked up like this? How do you think in your mind that this is a way that I should approach a woman? This is how this is the way that I should talk to a woman. This is how this is the way that I should address a woman. This is the way that I should maneuver around a woman. I think that that shit's cool. Right? Like, it, it, it doesn't make sense. We, we have to do better. And this, 
I don't even know if I should go so far to say that the, the, the niggas who are creepy, if, the, if it's like a mental illness or something, because I don't want that to be under the umbrella of something as prevalent as mental illness and important. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want, I don't want someone to say, oh, I, I stalk women because I'm mentally ill. I'm not rolling with that. I'm not rolling with that. I'm not a doctor, so I, I can't I can't make that claim. It, but it's fucking gross, and it's na- it's been nasty out here in these streets for a very very long time. It, I'm just so glad that social media and, and 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 really just the powers of the internet have grown to the to the mass that it's grown to, so that people are able to see the things that are going on. That shit. When I saw that video, I, I like that. I, 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 like, <sighs> women annoy me, women make me upset, women frustrate me, women sometimes make me want to shoot my, shoot my pinky toe off, okay, with that being said, I would never in a million years think that that shit's okay, because if that was one of my sisters, one of my close friends, I pro- I would be out there like fucking Batman in the streets trying to find this man. Because I don't play about the people in my life. I'm sorry, I just don't. I don't. I just don't. And I'm willing, I'm willing to go to jail for the ones that I love. I'm willing to die for the ones that I love. It's just that simple. I was having a conversation. Actually, before I even get to that, I just want to say... Prayers to that young woman, prayers to her family, prayers to her kids, because I this being in this type of situation, having to deal with something like that is never something that I'll have to ever understand. Or not understand, but never something that I'll ever have to deal with. Cause I'm a man. And I'm a big man at that. I've never been I've never been targeted. I've never been um I've never been approached on some fuck shit. I've never been uh uh I've never had to fear for my safety when out in public. Playing as a grown man, I've never had to fear like, oh, I never had the thought like, oh, I'm where I'm at. There's too many women around and I don't feel safe. Now, what does that say? So prayers to that young woman, prayers to her family. I really hope that she's able to. I don't even know if put this behind her is what I want to say because this is such a traumatizing thing. It is. And if you're one of those people, this is how I'm giving it up. If you're one of those people going to be like, oh, what she did, what, what did she do to provoke him to make him do that? Like, we don't know the full story. You can go fuck yourself. And I'm going to leave it there.
No, nah, man, it's just like you gotta you gotta call shit out when you see it, man. You gotta if you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything, man. It's a cliche saying, but it's the fucking truth, man. You gotta you gotta know right from wrong, and that shit is that shit that I saw is it was fucking wrong, man. So there's just a, there's a lot of weirdos out there, man, and y'all niggas y'all niggas need help. Y'all niggas need help, plain and simple. If you if you think that following a woman, stalking a woman is shit that that's cool. If you if you think that like if when a when a woman tells you no, you think it's okay to persist, that's fuck nigga shit. You're a weirdo. Nobody thinks that shit's cool. Nobody. So fuck out of here with that goofy shit, man. I can't stand you niggas that give the rest of us a bad name. I can't stand you niggas that feel like it's cool to put women in harm women in harm's way. For your personal monetary gain, if so, if so be it. Fuck y'all niggas, man. Y'all niggas is weird. Anyways, let's lighten the shit up, man. <laughs> shit gets me angry, son. Like, fuck. Uh, just to touch on music. <laughs> oh, my God. Yo, I saw that. Um, I watched the. No, nah, we'll talk about that. But I watched the Joe. The Fat Joe Jaw Rule uh, versus. Uh, it was a good versus. That's it. It was a good versus. I think. I think Fat Joe. Uh, he he miss he he misspoke. He. I, uh, that's the thing about like celebrities, you know. I've said this before. Okay, let me just give you a quick rundown as to what I'm talking about. Fat Joe got on stage and he said some crazy shit about Vita from Murdering and Lil Mo, the singer. Uh, if you don't know who Lil Mo is, you can go fucking kill yourself. So. Um, he said some he said some really out of line shit, man, and you know, she asked for an apology. And he gave it. Uh, and you know, that's the thing about uh the court of public opinion and celebrities that be on trial for this shit. Hold on real quick, let me get a sip of water. Celebrities will always die in the court of public opinion when it comes to the topic of apologies. Because now it's always like, oh, he didn't, he, uh, he obviously meant it, that apology was bullshit, blah, blah, blah. Celebrities are always going to um, die and lose that battle in the court of public opinion. It's just what's going to happen, especially when it comes to apologies, and especially when it comes to apologies from men. <laughs> it's, it's just, it's, it's the world we live in now where it doesn't matter um, if you're genuinely sorry. Um you're you're still going to be perceived as a a piece of shit to a lot of people but that's just that's the kind of the the gift and the curse of the, the social media you know what i mean you're going to please some people but you're going to piss off a lot more people and if you piss off a lot of people then to some degree to some degree you're doing something right so but other than the, other than that uh the versus was really good they all played the hits that i wanted them to play um I still don't fully understand why Irv Gotti is still... I don't understand why any of them really pick at 50 at this point. I really don't. Um, and I, I... Listen, you're talking to someone who understands that beef through in and throughout. I understand that this goes beyond music. And if you don't know the beef between 50 and Ja, I suggest you do some Googling. Because that beef does not stem from anything music-related. I think 50 was smart enough to take whatever street beef they had and kind of put it um, into a corporate thing. And he kind of just shut down Murder, Inc. as a whole 
as a whole entity, really. So I think he was kind of smart for that. But that beef really stems from some street shit. And I'm not going to talk about it because I'm... This is, <laughs> no, thank you. So, But yeah, no, it, it stems from a different place. And I... At this point, it's like... You, Y'all just got y'all got to do something because this social media shit is just getting weird now. It's getting weird because the only time okay, well, it's funny. It's not weird. It's funny. <laughs> I love when I love when grown men argue on the internet. It's funny to me. Um, but other than that, the uh, the the verses was good. Uh, they like I said, they performed all the hits, and I'm happy. I saw. Uh, I don't think this is confirmed, but I really hope it is. I saw. Uh, there was a four-way uh, four-way live between Fat Joe, Snoop Dogg, Diddy, and Jermaine Dupri. And they're hinting that there is going to be a potential versus between JD and Diddy. Now, I gotta be honest. That 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 that's gonna be a fucking I don't know where they can do it. I don't know where they should do it in terms of like location, in terms of city. They could really do it anywhere and their shit will ring off anywhere. Cause we're talking about two guys who are like they've been they've been doing it since the early nineties, maybe late eighties. You know what I mean? So these guys have a catalog. Now, if you know the if you know the rules of verses, you know that it doesn't matter if you were if it's your song, a song it, it, it there's literally no rules when it comes to it. You could have writing credit on it, you could have an executive producing credit on it. You could have uh, performed the song, made the beat for it. It doesn't matter what it is. As long as you're involved in the song somehow, you can play that in your catalog. So these niggas have damn near 30 plus years, if that, um, of music that they can pull from. So I don't think that if this versus does happen, they definitely cannot do the standard 20 songs. They got to they gotta do maybe 40. They got to make this like, they got to they gotta do at least like 30 songs a piece. At least... 30 songs a piece, I think, because that's the only way we're going to get the the real, like, you know what I mean? We're going to get the real bangers and shit. We're going to get the real heat, because I'm sure there's some stuff out there that Jermaine Dupri has credit on that we don't know about, that Diddy has credit on that we don't know about, that they that they can play, that they can play. And if they play, it, it listen, man, that, that'll be, fuck, sorry, I'm just readjusting my mic. I have to tighten this up. That would be a really great versus to watch, man. I, I'm very excited if that's it. Nothing's confirmed yet, but it 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 it's looking that way. It's looking that way. So I'm very, 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 very excited. Yo, I want to tell you guys a story. Um, <laughs> this story's from grade nine. Me and my nigga. All right, so I'll give you the full context of the story. <coughs> grade nine. This, the year is 2000 and I want to say six. Or no, this might have been grade 10 because I had long hair. So this would have been grade 10, still 2006, 2007. In the city of Toronto, there was a little website called T.Wire. Now, if you're 25 plus, you just laugh to yourself, right? <laughs> you know what T.Wire was. For those who don't know, I'll tell you. T.Wire was one of the early... Um, social networking websites. This was prior to Facebook. MySpace was still around. But I think MySpace was more for Americans because it never, MySpace, I never really, I, I didn't really get on. It was more T.Wire. This was more the MySpace for the GTA. 
so it was so like that that the layout of how it was basically myspace for, but for canadians so you know you have your page you would have all your information you would have your screen name and you know you would have like your ethnicity because that shit meant so much to and you know, like whenever you would say, "Oh, let's say you were Jamaican," you know, I'm Jamaican, it would put they would put a Jamaican flag next to your name, so that way you could. But whatever. I'm on T dot wire. Um, you know, I used to take really stupid pictures. Um, <laughs> like I okay, when I say stupid pictures, I mean like we all have those embarrassing high school pictures from a webcam that look really dumb. You know, like they look, you look back on it, you're like, fuck, what was I thinking taking this picture with my head tilted this way? Like I look fucking insane. So, you know, I would post pictures, you know, okay, so I met this girl. I forget her name. I think her name was Joanne or something, whatever. She was smoking hot, probably at the time, the hottest teenage, the hottest teenager I would have ever talked to at that time, right? But she lived, I think, I think she lived in... I was in Rexdale, but she was like downtown somewhere, right? So I remember we talked, we would talk. I think we talked for like maybe a month. Uh, I, I I would say a week or two and I got her phone number and we would talk over the phone. Nonetheless, we talked for a week or a month, sorry. And I was like, hey, like we should, we should like meet up or whatever, right? I'm a virgin at this point. So really the only thing on my mind was like maybe touching the titty. So, <laughs> so. Uh, she was like, yeah, yeah, you know, we should meet, blah, blah, blah. So I'm like, all right, sick. Um, we're like, where do you want to meet? Um, and she was like, oh, I live near Eaton Center. And I was like, okay, sick. And, you know, back then, niggas didn't have a car. So niggas was taking the bus to Eaton Center. So I called my nigga up. I was like, yo, shout out. <laughs> His name was Shata, right? He was a short Guyanese kid, right? So... I'm like, yo, we're, we're going to Eaton Center. We're going to Eaton Center. We're, we're going to meet some bitches, all right? So fucking get ready. Put your fly shit on. And let's let's roll out. We bust all the way. And if you listen, if, from, if you're from the GTA, you know the quickest way to get to, uh, especially for if you're from Rexdale, the quickest way to get to Eaton Center is, I think, well, I don't know about now, but back at that time, the quickest way would have been take the 96 to Wilson Station, bong, go down to... Go to go down to Young and Bloor or wherever it was and fucking walk from there or whatever, right? Me and my nigga Shata, we're the dumbest fucking idiots. We went from Kipling Station all the way to fucking Young and whatever and then went down for it. was just, we took the longer rep essentially, right? So, bong, we get there. Uh, I think I was texting her on my flip phone. Once again, it's 2005, don't fucking judge me. I'm texting her and I'm like, hey, um, we're here. Where are you? And that took. That, t that text alone took me 20 minutes to send. If you know, you know. So um, she texted back and she was like, oh, I'm in the bay. And I was like, oh, sick. I'm in the bay. I see her, right? And then I see her friend. Now, I know we live in a world now where we're not allowed to like really say people are ugly. And we're, we're going to touch on that in a bit, but... She wasn't ugly. She had a friend with her that was. <laughs> no, 
that she was fucking murked. Okay, she was fucking murked. Like she was, she was fucking murked. And I remember like going there. I'm telling Shata, I'm like, yo, she's probably bringing a friend, but I don't know what the friend looks like. But this is, the, I'm showing him on my phone. I'm like, yo, this is the girl that I'm going to see. So whatever it is you're thinking about doing, you better do that with her friend, cause I'm 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 trying to see what's up with homegirl. So bong, we're we're now at the bay. We meet up. She's like, hi, bro. She hugs me, blah, blah blah. And she's like, well, this is my friend. Some fucking thing I couldn't remember. All I could remember was that the friend wore glasses, and so did Shata. So I was like, oh, they have something in common. They'll fucking they'll figure that shit out. So we we just start walking, and. Uh, you know, let me put a quick pin in the story right there. Like, you know, when we were, when her and I were talking for that month over the phone or whatever, she was very talkative, very charismatic, had a lot to say. Um, and I, I mean that so much so for a 14 year old, you know, like we're, we're fucking 14, 15 year old, we're all young kids. So our conversational skills aren't the greatest, but still we're, we're having conversation and we're on the phone for hours. We would just be talking and shit. Now that we're in person, She's not saying shit. Now, once again, I'm not going to sit here and act like I'm some kind of conversationalist at the prepubescent age of 15. Not going to sit here and act like that. But I'm definitely making the attempt, and she is not budging. Now, a couple things cross into my mind looking back now. Maybe I was just murked. There's also that. Like, I could have been the murked friend. <laughs> Maybe I was the murked friend, right? Nonetheless, bong, we're not talking we're just walking, literally, awkwardly, side by side. So it goes me, then her, then Shata, and then her friend, right? And we're just walking in the bay, just like pretending to look at shit, pretending like we're shopping, right? I don't know how it happened. I just know that it did. So... <laughs> We're walking, and I don't know who pointed it out, right? I don't know who pointed it out. It could have been me. It could have been them. It could have been Shata. I don't know. But somebody pointed out, hey, look, there's a service dog. The two girls went, and they wanted to go pet the dog, right? At this point, I think we were together maybe, we would have been maybe together an hour, we're just walking and we're just trying to make conversation. It's not happening. It's super dry. I don't know who pointed out the dog, but the girls wanted to go and pet the dog. It was a service dog. And I don't think that they knew that they were allowed to pet, that they weren't allowed to pet service dogs. So I think that's a thing, right? Like you're not allowed to pet service dogs. I don't know. But nonetheless, <laughs> they, we're, 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 we're over there now with the dog and... They were so enthralled and so, like, into the dog. You know fucking women, how they get when the fucking dogs come around. They, oh, my God, look at the dog! All that shit, right? So <laughs> they're, like, super into it. They're, they're just mesmerized. Yo, me and Shata lock eyes. And, yo, we just turned around and cut. <laughs> like, yo! <laughs> like, yo, it was, like, it happened in such slow motion where we just looked at each other. Didn't need to say a word. Didn't need to fucking. Didn't even. Didn't even need to make any faces. Now I need to be clear, right? Shata is my like at at fourteen from ages seven to 
um, from seven to like what? Ending, I would say a majority high school for sure. I would say maybe up until grade 12. That's my, that's my nigga. Like I'm at his house every day and there was a trifecta, me, him, and my other nigga. Like we, we were together all the time. So we obviously have the relationship where we could just look at each other and be like, Yo. but it was just so fucking funny how it happened. Cause they did like, they had no idea. Oh shit. I just hit the mic. Fuck. <laughs> they had no idea. They had no idea that we left because they were so into the dog and the dog was like playing with them and giving them attention, blah, blah, blah. Me and him just looked at each other and thank God we were right by the exit and we fast paced walked out of Eaton Center. We were like fucking deuces, went and got food somewhere and then just cut, fucking just busted back to, busted back to Rexdale, dog. Like that, that to me was the first time and definitely not the last time that I ditched on someone. <laughs> <laughs> now to extend an olive branch and to extend an olive branch to extend an olive branch to show that i'm not a complete asshole and that i do have feelings i'll tell you about the time that i was fucking stood up right after this though okay so before i even get into the story of the time that i was stood up why <laughs> I had a conversation with someone recently and they're like, why why like calling people ugly is bad? I don't know if I fully agree with that. <laughs> I don't. I don't. And, and this is coming from someone who's ugly, so I don't know like why is it wrong that I'm calling someone ugly? I'm ugly but here's the thing. We're all ugly to someone. There's not anyone on this earth who isn't ugly to someone. Now hotness is universal like if you're hot you're hot if you're ugly you're ugly and that's majority of people think that majority of people think that you're um hot or majority of people think that you're ugly and that would then deter listen i'm just saying more of, of it all is like we're all not going to be attractive to someone now i think what her argument was because she was saying like you shouldn't say ugly you should say that they're just not attractive to you What's the difference? What's the difference? <laughs> like, oh, no, honestly, what's the difference? I'm not, I, I, but here's the thing. I'm not here to really protect anyone's feelings. You know what I mean? I, it, it, why am I dressing this up for you? Why, why do I have to say that you're, le like, you're not attractive to me? What's the difference between saying that you're ugly? Honestly, we're, we're, we're all of us. If you're not a celebrity or an entertainer, we're all, for the most part, ugly to most people. Now, there are those people on Instagram or just social media who have, like, super huge followings, and they don't do anything. They don't, they, they, they don't, they, they're not TikTokers, they don't hit them folks, they don't, they don't do any type of popular, <laughs> they don't do any type of popular dance to garner this attention. They're just pretty people, and they have, like, two million followers just for posting pictures. I don't understand my point here. I'm just saying, if you're ugly, you're ugly, okay? You're, it's okay that you're ugly. It's all right. But to sit here and try to convince me, an ugly person, that I'm not ugly? All right, now, now, what are we doing? What are we doing? I've told you guys this millions and millions of times. I'm medium ugly, okay? 
it's like medium steak, not quite cooked, not quite raw. <laughs> it's like I'm 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 the same. I'm not quite ugly, but I'm not quite cute either. I'm, I, I I I surface in the medium medium ugly range, and that's fine. That's fine. I, that, that that doesn't bother me. It doesn't take away from who I am as a person. If you don't want to talk to me based on what I look like, then you're not someone that I really want to interact anyways. Interact with anyways. So you saved me that bullshit interaction. If you think I'm ugly, that's fine. I don't care. I know I'm ugly. Maybe I just have tougher skin. I don't know. Maybe in that in that department of life, I have tougher skin. Like if someone were to call me ugly, or really when anyone attacks my appearance, I don't give a fuck. I know what I look like. I know that whatever it is, women are rubbing their. Do I look? Do I honestly? Do I look like a guy that women are rubbing one out to? I don't think so. Whatever it is you're rubbing it out to, it ain't me. I'll tell you that. Or maybe it is me. I don't fucking know what you guys are doing. You all are gross out there. But anyways, let me tell you this story. <laughs> let me tell you this story about uh, how I got stood up. So this the year was 20... Ooh, this would have been 2012. This would have been 2012. Met a girl on OkCupid. Fuck me for even being on that fucking website. So I'm on OkCupid. I meet this girl. Um, she lives in Brampton, actually. Uh, and if she's listening to this, she can go fuck herself still to this day. So <laughs> we meet, you know, I forget her name. I think it was Sandra or something. I don't fucking remember. She's like, she's doing ECE. She's doing all this other shit, blah, blah, blah. She's the one who actually approached me to hang out, which I thought was pretty interesting. Because uh, that, that, that at the time for me, rarely ever happened. Um, 2012, I would have been about 21. Um... Just got fired from my job at Rona. We'll talk about that maybe on another episode. But uh, um, this girl, uh, you know, women more than likely, even at this age of 30, they don't really ask you to hang out. Not most women, you know, like the vast majority of women um, are not asking you to hang out. One second, I want to open a fucking window. Because I'm hot. But as I was saying, for the most part, women are not asking you or initi uh, initiating uh, dates, especially at that age. So, you know, she had asked me, oh, did you want to hang out? We should like, go for we should like, go for dinner or something. I got to be honest, I wasn't really uh, feeling her, but it was a good opportunity to go out and like eat some food at a place that I'd never been to. She had suggested, I think it was Krabby Joe's or some shit, close by... Um, uh, she didn't offer to pick me up, which I thought, I thought that was a little upset. I was a little upset by that. Uh, I was like, uh, what the fuck, man? But nonetheless, <laughs> nonetheless, day, day comes, I message her. I, I, we were supposed to meet up for like seven or eight or something like that. And I messaged her and I was like, oh, hey, are we still on for today? I think I messaged her at like 12 or whatever. And she was like, yeah. Um, she's like, of course I'll, you know, I'll message you when I'm on my way. And I said, cool. We're still on for seven or eight. She said, of course, exclamation mark. Blessed. I'm excited for the date now. Um, you know, time draws near. I start getting ready. You know, put my little cologne on, put my little polo on, because you know I'm a polo nigga. So, <laughs> you know, take my take my two buses and get there. Um, actually, it was just one bus. Took, took my one bus, and I, I, I pull up there, and, you know, I was like, oh, you know, I get there, I ask for a table. I'm like, oh, table for, can I get a table for two, please? 
And I'm not gonna lie, the fucking hostess bitch, she looked at me kind of funny. She was like, nigga, it's just you here. And I'm like, yeah, bitch, I know. Like, I mean, I didn't say all that, but she knew what time it was. So <laughs> she looked at me kind of funny, and I was like, my she's my date, she's on, she's on her way. I just need a table. Can you just get me the fucking table for two, please? So, anyways, <laughs> she gets me the table too. Hold on, real quick, quick, let me get some water. She get she uh gets me the table. I sit down. I text her, right? So it's it's I got there for maybe I I, I want to say like six. <clears throat> my bad. I thought <sighs> thought someone was knocking at my door. So, anyways, I get there like 15, 20 minutes prior to you know the day starting and whatever. Text her. I was like, hey, just want to let you know I'm here. Uh, don't feel rushed. Get here when you can, right? Didn't hear anything. I'm like, okay, cool. I think it was like half hour past the time so now the waiter comes uh and he's like hi my name is this and that um are you waiting for someone i was like yeah they should be here any moment uh boom he's like he's like do you want to order i was like no i'll just have a coke for right now right he's like okay cool i'll come back in a bit he came back maybe 10 15 minutes later uh and he's like oh um are you ready like did you still did you still want to give you a minute or i was like yeah cool so i i text her and i was like hey are where are you like are you on your way still did have not heard a peep a peep from her right so now i'm starting now the embarrassment is starting to sink in just a just a smidge fuck i keep hitting the fucking mic the the embarrassment start to seep in just a little bit because the people are kind of looking at me um, and then the waiter comes back a third time, and this now we're damn near, I want to say, like, 45 minutes in, right? Um, <laughs> at least 45 minutes in. So he was like, hey, man, um, was your, like, have you heard from your date yet? Like, now he's, like, trying to, you know, friend me up, and he said, hey, man, have you, like, heard from your date yet? And I was like, uh, honestly, I, I haven't. So I, I think I'm just going to go ahead and, like, order some food and shit. Which is, in hindsight, weird because as, as embarrassed as I was, I probably should have just left. You know? Like, why did I sit there and eat this fucking food? So I sat there. You know, I got, I think I got nachos or some shit. Or I think pasta. I don't know what the fuck I ate. Ordered something. Got the bill. Paid. Dipped. Went home. I smoked. I had a, I had a, I had a, I had a spliff. Uh, I had a pre-rolled spliff. Um... So before I got on the bus, and it was, I think it was like a Sunday, so the bus took extremely long. I'm just puffing that shit down because I'm like, I cannot believe that I was fucking stood up. Like, this really fucked with me for a little bit afterwards. Because um, it was like, bitch, the very least, you could just tell me that you didn't want to come, but I don't know, whatever. Now. Like, it's just like another L, another L in the book of Bunsy, man. And I was catching a lot of them in my early 20s, so... <laughs> Bong, I get home, I just fucking, I don't even turn my PlayStation, I just go to fucking bed, like, I don't want to talk to nobody, and my mom had asked me how the date went, I just said good to save myself any embarrassment of talking about the story, because I just didn't want to talk about it. Still haven't heard from her, right, and I don't know if anyone else ever fucking has this train of thought, or maybe it's just me, and maybe I was on some sim shit back in the day, but, like, I... I still, like, was kind of concerned. As angry as I was, I was concerned because I'm like, yo, is she okay? Like, did something happen? Now, that wasn't the overwhelming thought. That was just a thought that I had. It wasn't a thought that was, I would say, consuming my brain for the entire night. But I definitely had thoughts of, is she okay? And will I hear from her? Fast forward till next morning. 
I wake up, I see a text message, and it says, hey, I'm so sorry about last night, but my boyfriend, boyfriend, was in a car accident. You're hearing me correctly. I, I'm leaving the pauses in here. Anytime you guys hear dead air, dead air in this, it's because I'm leaving it there for dramatic effect. What do you mean your boyfriend? Fuck the fact. I don't give a fuck that this nigga was in a car accident. I'm going to be completely honest with you. I could not give a shit that this nigga's life was on the line. I didn't care. She's like, my boyfriend was in a car accident and I was with him in the hospital the whole night. So I responded with, boyfriend? Question mark, question mark. What do you mean you have a boyfriend? Why did you ask me out to dinner if you have a boyfriend? Oh, because you seem like a really nice guy and a, like a nice guy that I'd like to have as a friend. I said, what? She was like, yeah, like me and my boyfriend were like in an open relationship. That's why I'm on OkCupid. I said, What? The fuck is happening right now? Like, what are you... You're saying words, but I don't understand anything that's coming out of your mouth right now. <laughs> so basically, she, you know, I, I, I was, I was, I don't know what I was used as because I don't think she was using me for a free meal because I didn't have any intentions of paying for that meal. You asked me out, bitch. <laughs> like, yo, like the audacity of you to... Be in an open relationship and want to fuck with me. Like, fuck out of here, man. Listen, if you're in an open relationship and if that's how you live your life and if you want to be polyamorous and all that shit that I've learned over the last few years, and that's cool, man. You do what you want to do uh, with your life. Leave me the fuck out of it, man. I, I don't want to be inter intertwined with anybody else and their love interest. You know? Because for me, I'm just a selfish person. You know? I, I don't... I don't I don't care for multiple loves. That's not that's not how my life is going to work. I don't, you know, that's I'm cool on that. It's like it's the same thing for me when it comes to like threesomes. I've never had one and I'm not pressed about it if I do or if I do or don't. Like I I I if I go through my the rest of my life without a threesome, I don't give a shit. I'm not pressed about it. I'm not. I'm I I I'm I don't know if that makes me I don't know what that makes me when it comes, but I, I, I don't care. I don't care about, uh, I don't care about uh, the act of pleasing two women at once. Now, guys, I'm still, a, I'm still, I'm still a nigga at the end of the day. So if the if the opportunity does present itself, I'm obviously gonna jump at it. I'm not fucking stupid. But what I'm saying is that I'm not pressed for it to happen in my life. Like I'm not, I'm not here uh, trying to finesse women into, you know. I'm not trying to talk women into like having a threesome with me. Like I, I, I don't care that much about threesomes. I care a little bit. I care a little bit, but I don't care that much. Where I, you know, so like the 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 open relationship stuff, the the polyamory. I mean, that's if it's cool for you, it's different strokes for different folks, man. If it's cool for you, it's cool for you, but it's not for me. Uh, and I think I knew that at a pretty young age because when she had expressed that to me, I was just like, go fuck yourself. Like, leave me alone. Leave me alone. Should have brought that shit up ages ago. But nonetheless, man, that was my story of getting, um, <laughs> of getting stood up. You said this would be the
time. Wasn't the first time. No, that was that was the first time. Definitely wasn't the last time. I'll say that. You fucking fucking dog shit women. So just you know, just talking about restaurants real quick. Um, don't you guys ever hate sometimes or act damn near all the time? You go to a restaurant, you sit down with you sit down with whoever you're with. Mm, excuse me. You sit down with whoever you're with. You're ready to order. And more than likely, the waiter or waitress will ask, do you want to do drinks first? They'll go around the table and be like, oh, you know, what do you want to drink? And you'll be like, Coke. And they'll be like, oh, is Pepsi okay? Listen here, bitch. No, it's not. Okay? We need to stop accepting that. Why the fuck don't you have Coke? Well, honestly, why do I have to say, why am I saying to you, I would like a Coke? And you're going to look at me and say... Is Pepsi okay? Bitch, is Monopoly money okay? Because that's what I'm going to be paying with if you bring that Pepsi back up. <laughs> that shit infuriates me. Don't fucking ask me if... Don't fucking ask me if Pepsi okay. No, bitch, it's not. Go go to a dollar store and get me nine cans of Coke right now, please. Because y'all got me fucked up, man. But to be honest, to be very, very honest, that should be Pepsi slogan. They should make an ad. And Pepsi, if you're listening, you should probably sponsor me for this. <laughs> but it should be Pepsi. Is that okay? <laughs> it should be Pepsi. Is that okay? That should be your new fucking slogan. And I promise you, Pepsi, if you do that, you better cut me a fucking check. All right? I don't have PayPal. I have ET. Just holler at me. Slide in my DMs on, on, on Instagram or Twitter. It's Bunsy, B-U-N-S-I-E-E, two E's, don't forget that shit, and cut me my check, man, because that's a great fucking slogan to have. Pepsi, is that okay? Fucking assholes. Let's abolish Pepsi. No, <laughs> fucking get out of here with that fucking, uh, is Pepsi okay? No, bitch, bring me Coke, now. Anyways. <sighs> I want to give a big, big rest in peace to two comedic legends. Um, recently, we lost Norm MacDonald. If you don't know who Norm MacDonald is, you can go fuck yourself. Another big rest in peace to comedian, actor, A.J. Johnson. If you don't know who these two men are, you should f go fuck yourself. And maybe Google it first. But I just want to give a big rest in peace to these two comedic legends, man. They, pro they provided nothing but laughter um, over the years. Uh, I didn't know. I still don't even know the details of how uh, A.J. Johnson, I don't know his passing. I don't know the details of it. Um, Norm MacDonald, he passed. Uh, apparently he was he was battling cancer for the last ten years um, and kept that shit under wraps, man. So, man, like it's it seems that everyone, you know, I I don't know if I'm the only person that experiences this, and I feel like I've talked about this before, but you know, as you get older, it's just you start to question your own mort mortality. You see all the people that you grew up watching, the people that you that kind of raised you. In a sense, you know, they make you laugh, they make you cry, they make you happy, they make you feel all range of emotions, um, especially in entertainment and pretty much solely in entertainment. Um, you know that they're passing. 
and it's hard. It's hard. It's, man, everyone's getting older and everyone is moving on. So I just want to give a big rest in peace to Norm MacDonald and uh, A.J. Johnson. Um, Y'all rest easy because this life thing is not easy. How, you, how have you guys been doing, man? <sighs> I told you guys it's been an interesting week. It's been a calm week, uh, especially at work. You know, retail, I haven't had too many uh, anti-people, <laughs> which is pretty good. Um, fuck, man, some guy, uh, I was having a real shit morning at work. Not for any customer-related purpose, but I was just having a shit morning at work. And this guy tipped me $5, man, and that, that really made all the difference, you know? I don't, I rarely, almost next to never, get tipped at my job. You know, I don't have a job that really requires it. Uh, it's customer service. It's not, uh, I think when it's, and, okay, granted, when it's customer service, I probably should always be tipped because, you know, the waiters and people who do other things that require to get tipped. I think when it's retail, there's no underlying factor that would require someone to tip you know for example when a waiter or waitress brings you food there's almost an unwritten rule that you tip your waitress your waiters bartenders um who else normally people who are dealing with your food um but never retail retail is very rare that you get tipped if if at all um so this this guy uh he actually called earlier in the morning or i think it was the night before he had called um and, you know, he had asked me to... Well, he just asked me about hat-carrying cases and shit. Sorry about that. Um, so, um, he had called the night before, just inquire about some uh, hat-carrying cases and shit, which was fine, you know, no, no issues there. Um, he just asked me, you know, like, how much are they? How much do they hold? What colors? Blah, blah, blah. Came in the next morning, super friendly. I was just, I didn't get enough sleep. And like most people, when you don't sleep enough or you oversleep, you, you're just cranky, you're just tired. You kind of just want to get through the motions of the day and kind of just, you know, get the day over with, right? So he came in, super friendly, super nice, got the, he was in and out in five minutes. And at the end, he was just like, yeah, no, that $5, man, that's for you, man. And I was like, oh, shit, thank you so much, man. That It's, it's the little things. You know, that I, I often forget, um, especially with working retail, I often forget it's the little things that can make your day. Monumental things break your day, you know, but the little things can make your day. Little, the, you know, when, when someone is nice, not even when someone is nice, but when someone is, because I can tell you right now, when people are nice and they can't pick up on the fact that I'm not in the mood for your niceness, I don't, I, I even more don't want to talk to you. I, 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 I almost never want to talk. I, I don't, I don't want to ever talk to you. <laughs> like, cause you can't, you can't pick up, like, you don't know. It's, and you know what? It's a lot harder now with the masks. I'll be honest. It's, it's 10 times harder with the mask. You don't know. Um, it's harder to tell, uh, or pick up on social cues now with the mask. Cause you can't really read someone's face. You can't read someone's eyes. I'm not a fucking psychic like i can't read your eyes so i'll extend that all of branch and i'll say people you know you don't know that i don't want to talk to you so you're trying your best to be friendly and that's fine but you know when i'll tell you the one thing the one thing that truly makes my day better are babies without a doubt it fails 
zero, zero times. Like, it, it's a surefire way to put me in a better mood, whether temporarily or permanently for the day. Whenever a baby comes in, at least prior to COVID, when you, they could see my fucking face, um, when, when babies would come into my store, the interaction with them was always fucking great, man. It was, oh, look at the baby. It's making faces at the baby. They would laugh. Uh, and it was just always, um, it was just always good. It was always, it was always good interaction with babies. So they, they, they're, they're always a surefire way, a surefire way to put Bunsy in a good mood. Honestly, <laughs> I don't like it. I don't, I, you know how like some people, they, they put their interactions with humans or their interactions with animals above human humans. Like you'll, you see all the time people talk like, Oh, I love my dog more than humans sure i guess um but i don't know i always thought that was pretty interesting too how people like put their love for their animals above humans i don't have any pets so i don't understand but tom segura had a great joke about this on his one of his netflix specials he said he does not deny the fact that animal or pet love is real because he has dogs he understands it but the love that he has for his child is in tremendously more and different. He, he was like, if I love my son so much, and it doesn't matter how much I love my dog, if my dog attacks my son, I will drown that dog and then give it to my son. <laughs> like, it, it, it's, a, it's a whole different, um, it's, it's a different love. It, it's, I also do think that is a very strange um not, not strange. Maybe it is just different. It's a very different view of love when you have uh, when you when uh, when when you have pets. It's it's definitely different. Um, it's interesting also because it's like if that pet of yours attacked someone, right? Really think about the love that we have for pets. If your dog or cat or whatever attacks someone you love, like a person you love. More than likely, that pet's getting put the fuck down. Right? So who do we really love more? Do we love the dog? Or do we love your mom? Okay. So <laughs> Think about it, man. If a dog attacks your mom, aren't you going to put that fucking dog down? If a dog bites your mom, you're going to put that... You're going to snap that dog's neck. I know I am. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that's just me and I'm a fucking psychopath. I, we know this already, guys. That's why I have the podcast. So, I've been witnessing some of, like, just really strange things. I tell you guys all the time, man. I'm 30. I'm proud of being 30. I'm really happy with just getting older, I think. Constantly, I'm telling myself, you know, I'm, I'm happy with being older. I want to see what I look like in my 30s. I want to see, not even just on a physical standpoint, but I just want to see, I just want to see the nigga I'm becoming in my 30s. You know what I mean? Um, and one of those things that I'm really scared of uh, becoming is being an old man who, you know, has public conversations on the phone or in person uh, in the bathroom. Let me explain what I'm talking about. I'm taking a shit the other day because you guys know that's my favorite pastime activity. So I'm in the bathroom. I'm in, I'm in the stall. Um, before I had gotten in the stall, there were three niggas in there. Which was already weird to me because they were like huddled around the, you know, the shit that you, um, I don't know if other malls have this, but like, you know, the, the hand dryer and you like push your hands that they were huddled around that shit, but none of them were using it. 
so I thought that was pretty interesting. But I'm like, I, I got to take a shit. I'm not focused on them. Um, so when I write, I go to the stall, uh, and I see them. They're they're now at the um, the urinals. They're taking pisses, but they're having conversations with each other, which I thought was why. Here's the thing. Maybe I'm built different. Don't fucking talk to me when I'm trying to take a piss or take a shit because now I have stage fright. All right. Now I feel like the pressure's on. And if you don't get the fuck away from me, how am I supposed to handle my business? Now, it didn't just stop there. Just so we're clear. It didn't just stop there. One of the niggas phone rang. Now they're on face. All three of these niggas is on FaceTime with a fourth nigga on the phone. Now, I can't get the shit out of me if I'm hearing voices. I don't know what it is. Like, I don't know where that stemmed from. I, I don't know. I don't have any type of butthole trauma. <laughs> I don't I don't have any type of butthole trauma. So I, I'm I I I was I'm really just confused and perplexed as to where the shit comes from. I can't use the bathroom if I'm hearing voices. Why am I hearing voices of old niggas? having conversations and conversation in another language in the bathroom hey man take that shit outside please you know what the worst was you ever been at a you ever been at like a house party obviously someone else's house that's not yours and you had to really use the bathroom and there was a long lineup the my biggest i, I never use bathroom at parties because i there was always a lineup for for the bathroom always and having someone bang on the door, if you're banging on the door while I'm trying to get this 15-inch turd out my ass, sorry guys, I had to fart silently so you didn't hear it. So <laughs> if you're banging on the door while I'm trying to get this turd out my ass, I'm going to be in there a lot longer than you wanted me to initially. Like, you, you, you can't rush this process. You got to let niggas be when they're in there. P is a little different. P, I can, I can probably stream out... Um, even if I'm hearing voices, like, I could probably stream my butt. But shit? Nah, I got a very nervous, uh, very nervous, very tentative, very easily intimidated asshole. Like, you say hi to my asshole, and he's like, oh, hi. Hi, uh, hi. Okay. I'm gonna go now. I'm gonna, I'm gonna stop talking. Like, that's my asshole. You, you even try to put a finger near there, and you're gonna lose your fingernail. Very tentative. Please just be respectful. <laughs> I say all this to say, just please be respectful of people's privacy. And I'd like to think that a bathroom stall, granted it's in a public place, but a bathroom stall is a place of sanctity and a sanctuary for me. I would like to feel calm, unbothered, and not hear niggas' voices. But I think I'm asking too much. Because <laughs> one of my fucking not asking too much. Um, fuck, man. Uh, guys, I think we're going to call it. <laughs> I've been talking your ear off. And also, as always, just talking shit, man. Um, as always, thank you, guys. You could have been anywhere in the world, you know, but you're here with me. Shout out, Jay-Z, man. Thank you, guys. Uh, 20 episodes. I didn't think I would make it. Um, I'm actually not even recording in my car this time, which is pretty sweet. I'm actually recording in my house because I have an empty house. Anyways, but I'll, you know, you guys know the vibes already, man. You guys know I love you guys um, for listening and just making me part of your day and for you listening to a nigga ramble, man. It really means the world to me that you guys uh, 
I have been listening. Uh, thank you to everyone who uh, gave me such great feedback on the new logo um, and the new visuals that I have for Bunsy's Corner, man. I got some real dope shit coming in the future. Thank you guys again. Uh, love you. Appreciate you. Y'all enjoy the rest of your week. Next week, I will be back on Wednesdays. Fuck with your boy. I'ma holler at y'all, man. Y'all be good. Be easy. Holla! Tell me how to make things right Cause I just need you in my life, girl That's word and all the times you confuse my words, you don't listen. You could have had Christian and Christian Dior. Now you just missing, I'm missing you more. But you knew that I'm the cool cat with the roof back. No, I need you by my side, can't lose that. But you still wanna test the waters like I never showed you jets and waters on the coast of Florida. So why you wanna act like that? Like a nigga never had your back, his and hers to match. What's wrong, girl? Pick up the phone, saying you not home, nigga. Leave me alone Well fuck it then That's my word I'll never love again Same time one of you back I'm a sucker then Could've gave you my last name You want some other shit All cause you thought I was laid up With some other shit Tell me Tell me Tell me how to make Everything was alright Out of town, I was booking your flights Come and chill for a night Cause when we together, we be wildin' Out in Star Island On a yacht, play our favorite album And I know you still think about it When the people doubt it I was the one that you stuck around with Getting Fetty, baby, come my way Love my songs, everyone I play It's on my mind all day Late nights when I feel the pain I messed up, but I feel the same Tell me who's the blame You just left like your Uber came And you stressed, yeah, my mood just changed I'm in the coops and things And you the only one that catch my eye Match my fly Chicks wave when I pass them by But they don't catch my vibe like you do My love is truthful Without you, girl, would be Make me feel the way you're making me feel